Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. Hello, Mr. B. Shout out to you. Good morning, Pat. Oh, yeah. Another day in paradise, as I like to say. Gotta love it. That's the way we start the week off. That'd be it. Did you have a good weekend? Oh, of course I did. Oh, amazing. Sunshine. I know. It's finally arrived. Just a hair late. No big deal. We're going to be well on our way this week. And, of course, Seafair is coming up this next weekend for us Seattleites locally. Yep. That's a big deal. That's right. Blue Angels are back in town. Yeah, that's it. And, you know, for those of us that, you know, just get up in the morning and just love what we do, we take a look at that, as Benny pointed out. And, you know, we just long for the sun to shine. And the reason I love to to talk about that, you know, for many of you, if you've not lived out here in the Pacific Northwest, you don't have a sense of it. But, you know, my co-host today has uh, an understanding about how the sun can shine regardless of whether or not we look up to the <laughs> look up to the sky and see the light you know i am so thrilled to be introducing all of you uh to somebody that and you're going to hear the story today but to somebody that has been called forth to take an amazing message out into the world to share some of the most incredible wisdom with all of us and I'm talking about Joy Elaine for the show today. Now, author, speaker, teacher, studied and practiced serenity vibration healing. You're going to hear what that is uh, for over a decade. And beyond that, she is somebody that knows how to tap into a life force, to an energy, you know, this field of possibility, this field of knowledge, this field of wisdom. And has been the recipient of some incredible downloaded information. You're going to hear all about that as well as hear about the messages, how they've been shifted and given to her and what this means to all of us. Today uh, is exciting for us to speak with Joy about the revelations, what this information series of books and and what that means to all of us to assist us to become aware of and step through one of the many doorways leading to our own magical future and we're going to introduce to you to what these you know what these publications are through some amazing stories uh, as well as tap in to new levels of understanding. And so today, it's so great to have you here, Joy. Welcome. And I know we're going to be doing a whole series together, so this is exciting. It is. I'm really thrilled to be with you today. So thank you for that wonderful introduction. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sure that that with the master's assistance, uh, I can live up to it. So, um, b- before I before I talk about more more about myself, though, I want to let people know that before this show, this first show is over, mm-hmm. I believe they'll be really invested in helping our world because I I'm positive they will want to be- to know about the benefits of what Earth's evolution can bring to them. And my first book, which is called Path of Sweetness. Uh, it's the first in the Joy Chronicles. It invites you to actually join me on the command deck of an Ashtar command ship named Anishimura in order to assist in transmissions that support humanity and the earth. Wow. Well, that is a wow. And I want to just ask you to talk about that more for what people uh, you know, for what that beca- what that means to the people that may not have heard the term Ashtar before or Inishimura before. Um, and the best way I know how to get to that place is to talk a bit about you and what this means for, you know, the evolution of your life. Uh, because most people ask me, Pat, why you? Why are you doing this? You know, how did this become your mission? And I guess that's the question. How about you? What's been the evolution of joy? Well, I grew up on a very small farm in the Midwest. And we had some cows and chickens. And those were my playmates, actually, because there were no neighbors. And my dad was, um, the farm wasn't big enough to support us. So he actually had to be working in the city during the day. And then he would come home and farm at night. And um, we didn't have running water, and there was a large garden, and so my mom was really, really busy, you know, most of the day. And I actually was unsupervised. You could say I was a wild child. I spent my days just playing outside. We didn't have TV. There weren't neighbors. I climbed trees. I was roaming the woods and running around on the trails our cows made, and I had calluses on my feet, like half an inch thick, because... I didn't wear shoes, and I didn't wear much in the way of clothing either. And I don't think that's very common for most kids nowadays, but for me, it was an ideal life. And the reason I'm stressing my, my intimate connection with nature was because that, that, was, that was my life all through childhood. From dawn until I, it was too dark to see and sometimes even past, I was outside and that immersion in nature, in, in the earth, and all the creatures that I interacted with, the bugs and the butterflies, that mm. has actually carried forward into my adult life. And it's the reason I realized just recently, that's really the reason for my desire to assist the earth and everything, everyone on her to evolve because I love her. I love Gia so much. Mm. Mm. And Well, I mean, in the time we live in, you know, this idea of connecting Uh, back to nature, many, many people are discovering that that is a place that they can come to and open their hearts up again. I've heard that uh, more people talk about that a little bit there, Joy, about what the earth does, despite what we do to the earth. The earth opens up, uh, opens up, she opens up her arms and her heart. Yeah, she's she's really neutral about everything that's happening. It's just an experience, and everything yeah. is allowed because it's a free will planet. So, but I, I really discovered so many interesting things as I've been interacting with these galactic masters and with Gia. That's the the name for the embodiment of Earth. And they, but there's you know there's a lot of work in my books, but there's also a lot of play, and there is a touch of romance. I'm going to talk about this man I met in the next segment, but the experiences I've had with with the people and with 
with the creatures that people don't really believe in. Many people don't, like fairies and genies and dragons. They really are real. And I've been privileged to be able to interact with them, more so in book two, but I do meet my first, the childhood fairy that I knew in book one. So to continue with my farm experience, um, when I was about, just turned nine years old, my parents decided to move down the road to another farm. And this was devastating for me. I, I couldn't explain to them why I didn't want to move. I cried and I cried and I said, well, you know, I, I know all these trails here. I don't want to go to a new place. And of course, you know, nine years old, I've got to go where they go. And it wasn't until um, my guide, my angel guide, Esra, suggested that I reunite with the fairy that I knew in childhood, that I had a clue as to reason why I didn't want to leave. So I moved my consciousness to her garden at his recommendation, and it turned out indeed that it was the farm that I grew up on. And it was, it was so emotional for both of us. I mean, she said that she let me into her garden, mm. and we'd bonded at the heart, and she also was very sad when I left. And then I finally understood why it was so hard for me to leave. Mm. But the good news is that I'm working with her a lot, and the fairies a lot, and by the way, 25 million, 812, 23 million, sorry, 562,812 fairy queens for the earth. So uh, the fairies are very important, very mm-hmm. important. And I'm going to talk more about them in, in the second uh, interview that I have. But um, just to finish, um, wrap up my childhood, we went to church every Sunday. My mom was a Sunday school teacher. My dad was a deacon in the church. And after I left home, though, I started reading books like, uh, I don't know if any of you have read Jane Roberts' books, Seth's books. Yeah. But I just felt like when I was reading those, I felt my, my brain was, was, had to stretch to, to encompass those new ideas, those new exciting possibilities that, that the religious teachings that I learned when I was little just didn't seem to fit. They didn't seem to be large enough. Um. I really didn't, I kind of st- struggled through my, mm-hmm. through my um, 30s. I didn't really do anything with um, spirituality. And in my early 40s, I went to a seminar for my Shackley business. I have a nutritional business with mm-hmm. that company. And sitting at this table, <clears throat> of course, we have to do this goal setting thing. We've got a little sheet of paper in front of us. And there's these categories you've got, you know, for your personal uh, family connections and your friends and your physical health and and there was just one section, and I had no problem. I could just happily fill out a whole bunch of things in those categories. And then there came a section about spirituality, and I looked at that, that and I thought, oh, <laughs> I did not have a clue about what to put there. I'd really <laughs> become alienated from anything that had to do with religion or spirituality. Not so much spirituality, but religion. So I thought, well, I better, I better, this is, this is really a wake up call. I better start looking at, at some things. And I just, I really dived in. I'm one of those people that once I get interested in something, I just go for the max. And yeah. I, I started investigating all kinds of healing modalities for several years. I was, I worked with angelic healers and shamans and I studied Reiki. And I'm grateful for all that work because it really did help me, but it just didn't quite fit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. I totally know what you mean. Um, but, you know, as we're on this journey, there's something that happen- happens to us along the way. 
you know, as we decide we're going to go in one direction or another, we, we become forever changed. And, you know, there are so many people that we know in the world today that are experiencing multiple levels of, let's just call it a new awareness. Some people call it clarity. Some people call it focus. But there's a new level of awareness that people have. But it doesn't quite get folks to where they really, really want to go, does it? Nope. Right. And that was my situation until I came across this modality that you yeah. mentioned. Yeah. Uh, we, we call it SVH for so short because uh-huh. it's serenity vibration healing and it's quite a mouthful. So I stumbled on that by looking on the internet and I called uh, the person that was listed uh, as the teacher of that modality and her name's Jill Marie. And as soon as I spoke with her, I just, it was an instant instantly connection you know just like wow I I love spoke speaking with her I knew I had to study what she was teaching and that began my really intense investigation of this modality and I really feel that because of the work that I've done with that 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 modality that I'm Mm -hmm. that's helped me to bring forth this information in my books well and you know I, I I would like to just skip the break and you know talk about because there's so much to cover here Joy, um, you know, this idea of the collective is so important. And, you know, fast forward to where you are today, and it brings you, let's just call it at a crossroads. You've had many crossroads, but I could see as you were telling your story that, you know, there comes a crossroad. One of many, I think, that each of us face. And so, you know, this idea of the collective, of people coming together. I mean, we really are seeing it worldwide, although we like to focus on how we're divided. So maybe uh-huh. you could talk about that because, you know, I think it's important to go into more detail too about, you know, about the body of work that you do. Right. Well, this is an exciting time. And of course, everybody that's living now really intended to be here at this time because this is, Earth is the happening place. Mm-hmm. And this, and we're ready to make a huge shift. And I'm really excited about that because we have been living in this world of a wonderful world of Earth for, um, well, soul-bearing people for about 125,000 years. But we're ready to move to shift into higher and higher dimensions and ultimately into non-duality. So what does that mean? non-duality it means struggle is over it means instant manifestation it means um, perpetually regenerating youthful bodies now that's not our reality right now we're in five six and seventh dimensions and that won't happen until we're in the eighth dimension and boy i really hope that people join me in this work by by taking part in, in the transmissions that I do in the books so that we can move more gracefully to that dimension. I'm saying eight is great. That's what I'm looking for. Eighth dimension. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and there are some people that are feeling the vibration and the shift and the change. And a lot of times we don't know what to do with that. Right. You know, we, we feel the shift and change. I know for me, when I think about this for my own journey, what I, I, I guess let's call it the most recent part of this, Every time I, I have been called upon to do something different, either expand the show or launch a network, now launch a, a very large positive talk network, I never questioned myself, although the people around me did. Mm-hmm. But for you, 
here you are, and you obviously have said yes to this. Right. And so coming to do this work in the world, right? right? You know, especially after what I've read of your book, it's enormous. This is enormous endeavor. And, you know, I would love for you to talk about this because you said yes, and then you went to action. Right. So a lot of times people don't realize that there is just actions that must be taken one foot in front of the other. What was what was the action for you? Well, I've been waiting 70 years. So <laughs> <laughs> finally, in February of, of a couple years ago, February 2014, I was working with Jill Marie. That's the lady that I mentioned, who's, in, who's my dear friend. And uh, we're doing some work to assist the Ashtar Command. And I'll explain who they are in just a moment. But yeah. We, she and I got some gifts from the Galactic Councils of Light. Believe it or not, there are councils that are assisting us. They are kind of, they can't really do much because we're a free will planet, but they can support our choices. And so I got some, we got some gifts and I, and I intended to step onto the deck of the commander that's most in alignment with this work. And I stepped onto the Anishimura uh, on the 10th dimension of Earth. Now, Anishimura is, uh, th that's um, galactic for the night sky. Mm -hmm. And um, the Ashtar Command, there's, at the time I wrote the first book, they had actually 86 million ships on the ninth and 10th dimensions above Earth. Mm -hmm. We couldn't see them, but mm -hmm. they're there to support us. And they've been doing that for thousands and thousands of years. Huh. So <laughs> here we are. We're, we step onto this ship. <clears throat> we directed our consciousness there. My energy body was actually the part of me that went. And... Um, Jill is going, she's saying, hey, this guy is fair-skinned, mm. very handsome, black shoulder-length hair, and that was, oh, that was a clincher for me. Hair is a big deal. <laughs> Dark sofa lights, and he was dressed completely in black, trousers, shirt, and robe, and I'm thinking, uh-oh. I really, you know, I wasn't looking for anything like this guy. I was just doing my work and happy to be doing it and uh, had no plans to meet any tall, dark, and handsome fellow. So, uh, but I'm, you know, I'm not averse to that he's handsome, but she hands him the work we put together, and then she whispers to me that he's been staring at me, and I'm thinking, oh, sh you know, I'm trying to shush her up, but nobody is going to shush Jill Marie up. <laughs> and she just out and out, she says, are you smitten with this, this lady here? And he says, get this, very much so. And if you visit my ship again, we could hold hands. Mm. So I'm stunned, but, I, you know, I'm going to be gracious. And so Jill says, at the end of that meeting, he asked permission to kiss my hand. Now, mm. come on. How, how special is that? <laughs> <laughs> and then we walked over and we looked at, out this large wall of windows so we could look at the earth. Now, that was our first meeting. Pretty, pretty stunning. And, of course, you know, I'm going to go back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to stay away. So... The second meeting, he says, we have a deep heart connection. And we've been working with a council that supports Earth. All right. Well, uh -huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that because I just knew he wouldn't lie. People on those ninth and tenth dimensions, there's no lying. Yeah. So third meeting, and here's the, the stunner. He said he knows, he's known me for a million years. Now, if you think about that, that was before human humanoid or people with souls developed. 
So he had just, he's been waiting for a million years. This, this is, I, I went, I'm a, in a part of a group called the Ancient Mastery Schools of Earth, and we take tutorials that move back in time. So I had been at this tutorial in a, a million years ago, and he saw me there. And then he followed me through time to all the other tutorials that, that I'd been, but he was hastening to add that he wasn't a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, much later in the, in the books, I learned that we've had actually 786 incarnations when we were partners. So it's, it's probably, it was inevitable that I would have stepped onto his ship. Uh-huh. And I felt so compelled to, to work with him uh, to do this work together that I asked him if we, could do, if we could actually work together. And that provided an opening for the Ashtar Command to be more directly involved in helping Earth. Because... Free will planet, you know, they're not going to come down and park their ships on the mm-hmm. White House lawn and try to straighten us out. And that's what my, one of my sons wants them to do. Because we have free will and we are the citizens of Earth and we are the ones that determine our progression. Yeah. So I've learned through this work about what's coming. You can read about it in my books and how we can develop our abilities and really release those negative energies that you were maybe talking about that slow us yeah. down. Yeah. And they draw drama and trauma to us. We just don't need that anymore. And so your participation in the transmissions and the world work that explained in the Chronicles, they're going to help, that's going to help you to hone in on and fuel exactly what you do desire. Mm. Well, tell us a little bit about the Chronicles. Because I think for people that maybe just didn't hear the beginning of this and are going to catch up when they hear the replay, I think it's important to take a minute and, and talk with people about what we're referring to as the Chronicles. Because, you know, as you and I continue to do the series, much more is going to be revealed. Right. Uh, But these Chronicles we're talking about, again, folks can look and go to your website. We'll make sure they have that. But I would love for you to share just briefly about the Chronicles, what they are, so that when folks go to your website, they have a sense of how this information and dialogue is actually happening. All right. Well, um, right now I'm working on book eight. <laughs> <laughs> Those are chronicles, folks. Yeah, five, eight books, and five yeah. will be out later this month. Four just came out. So the first book, the first book is um, it's Tonos and I. We're working from Anishimor. That's his his command ship, and we're we're in, we're giving Earth transmissions for things like systems and principles for free energy, teleportation prosperity consciousness, government, ideal divine governments and education. And uh, the, the, a lot of the first book is work about activating energetic grids, bringing kind of like bringing Earth back online yeah. <clears throat> and uh, balancing the masculine and feminine energy. And that's been a big challenge for me. And I believe that's been a challenge for Earth also with uh, kind of just describing this denigration of the goddess energy. Yeah. But that's important to honor both the masculine and the feminine. And there's so much of that is focused in that first book. And then on the summer solstice, um, it's the grandest party ever held in any universe. By the way, there's 47 universes in total. And the, the transmission that we send out, Tonus and I send out on that day, is supported by millions of non-dual beings who are part of our council. So it's not just me, a couple of people, and saying, hey, let's wish these good things for Earth. People are supporting us, and I'm so excited that I'm able to talk about this work so that people living on Earth can be a part of it. So 
even though that work was done in 2014, all my books have energy bridges built into them so that you can energetically, you can just sit down and shut your eyes and intend to visit, and you'll be right there on the ship. Mm. Um, in book two, we, we've got a council developed on the moon in 10th dimension. And so no matter when you take part in this work, it's going to be effective because if you think about it, when you do work in the past, that's going to affect the future. Mm. Well, you know, it's really fascinating when we sit back and we think about this, right? Um, and we think about what our participation is. We think about uh, what we've learned. We think about perhaps what's coming. And sometimes it's easier to look back and ask ourselves what we've learned. I know many people are doing that now, thinking about the past 10 years. Why has this been such a struggle? What can mm -hmm. we trust? What can we believe? Right. 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 Um, but, you know, we're talking about a tapestry. You know, we're talking about weaving. Um, and, you know, anyone that has looked at a tapestry, you know, has been able to step back from it, even though up close it may not look like much. But when you step back, you get the full essence of what a picture looks like, don't we? Right. And um, that full essence um, also encompasses the fact that uh, third dimension left us in 2009 and fourth dimension left us last year. Mm. Um, that, by that, I mean those, those are lower, lower vibrational dimensions. Um, struggle, illness, death, fight for survival. So we're in currently everyone in, on earth is existing in either the fifth, the sixth, or the seventh dimensions or a blend thereof. So as we move, uh, the work that I do always intends to be done with grace and ease so that I'm not <laughs> contributing to, you know, drama or trauma or difficulties for people. But as we move, as people focus on more what they really, what they really want in life, the, the good things that they have, that helps us move into those higher dimensions. And that's really, I think, one of the most magical things that I, that I focus on in the books is that we are living a magical life. Mm. We, we just don't see it or we've forgotten it. Right. You know, all right. those wonderful creatures that I mentioned, the fairies and the elves and the dwarves, they are here, but they're just a little off our dimension. We can't see them yet, but we will be able to see them when we get to the eighth dimension. I mean, I, I can't really wait to see. I've seen her a couple of times. Shalai mm -hmm. is the name of the fairy that I met when I was a little girl. <clears throat> She's only about two inches tall. <clears throat> But I can't, you know, I, I want to I want to interact with the dragons. They're not going to be eating people. They're, they're going well, to drag, dragon school right now so that they don't do that. But, right. um, yeah, right. it's, it's good stuff. Good stuff all around us. Well, it's not just good stuff for what we're seeing. But what's happening is it's showing up everywhere in our pop culture. I mean, if we think a minute about how our pop culture represents some of the most <laughs> hidden of dreams and fascinations that we have. I mean, you know, an entire movie series was created around fairies. I, I mean, now, now that I've said that right, now you're looking at other ways things are expressed. Dragons, I mean, let's just kind of be, you, you know, let's be honest here. One of the, you know, are the, the most fascinating aspects 
uh, especially on television now, is through Game of Thrones and the fascination with the, the Dragon Queen. So somehow, you know, this veil of consciousness we have is, is literally being peel, peeled away. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we've got so much more to share. Uh, when we come back, we'll let you know how you can get a copy of the of Joy Chronicles, uh, the books, what they are. Uh, Joy's website and so forth. Also, we're going to be talking about, you know, there are things here on earth, things here on earth that require assistance. What are they? And later on in the show, we've got an amazing meditation for everyone. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. What is a brilliant culture? And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence, and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. Are you ready to start winning at the game of life? Lynn Brown, host of Get Into It, Winning at the Game of Life, is here to help you reach places and goals that you never thought possible. Lynn is an intuitive healer with a specialized background in financial healing. She combines her intuitive nature and her wholesome approach to financial planning. To learn more about her financial planning services, contact her personally at letter R, letter U, Intuit.com. Would you like to experience life-transforming adventures in personal expansion and world service? If you do, tune in to learn about magical innate abilities that you can develop and use to make your dreams come true. Joy Elaine is author of The Joy Chronicles, and she's inviting you and millions of others to join her in working with galactic masters, angels, and the Ashtar Command as they assist humanity and planet Earth to achieve their ultimate destination of ascension. For more information about this upcoming event and broadcast, visit joyelaine.com. That's joy, E-L-A-I-N-E, dot com. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Do you want to achieve your goals? Do you want to strengthen relationships with others? Do you want to improve your financial status? Colette Marie Steffen is partnering with Mark Kettenbach to bring you an energetic upgrade online experience. Unfold and develop your full potential. 
Visit energeticupgrade.com today for more information. That's energeticupgrade.com. Everybody, welcome back. It's so great to be connecting all of you. Um, I'm thrilled to have Joy Elaine joining me here today. And this is the first of an entire series we're going to do with her. Lots of lots of information, but also we're going to give you an opportunity in the future to chime in. So much to talk about. Uh, you know, before we just jump ahead, Joy, please uh, let's give people the website. And you did something exciting today. Yes, um, I have a great graphic designer and she's got a new header for my website, which really, I has, it has the spirit of my books because there's stars, which, you know, who doesn't love stars? And, right. uh, and this gold swirly thing that's uh, in the first couple of books, uh, from the first couple of books. So I'm really delighted. She did a great job. Uh, my website is www.joyelaine, that's E-L-A-I-N-E dot com. And I hope you visit because I think there's a lot of good stuff there to read about. And how can they get copies of your book? Amazon is really easy for people to remember in case Joy Lane just flew over their heads. But, you know, they can't order it from my website. All the books are available there. And uh, it's also available on Kindle on Amazon. So whatever is easiest for people to remember, I'm completely neutral. I just hope that they buy it. I I'll tell people, you know, I think you'll really love it. And even if you don't love it, um, so far everybody has, but just stick it under your pillow because even if you just hold it in your hands, it's going to be helpful. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about why that is. You know, the yep. energy and the vibration of things is really what we're talking about. And you know what? We have learned so much in the world over the past, I'd say, just five years of energy and vibration and what that's come to mean. Uh, and, you know, it's really funny when I think about this because somebody asked me, oh, it was about six months ago, you know, what was it that caused me to think about positive talk? And, you know, this is, I bet you get asked these questions a lot. Initially, I wanted to have this big explanation, right? That, you know, that they would believe. And I finally said, you know what? All I know is I was called to do it and I did it. Right. That's it. That's what we're talking about here today, right? right? You know, we're talking about the kinds of things that um, are going to assist Earth, are going to assist all of us, are going to help us not just get through the tough times, but accelerate, you know, our own presence and giving uh, and come together at a new level of consciousness. So would you talk a little bit about this? And I know later on in the show, you got just a beautiful meditation, but, you know, there are transmissions that right. you get, and you shared a little bit about that in the last segment. Um, but, you know, I read the first book, so I mm -hmm. get a little bit of this. Tell right. us from your perspective, you know, what is it that we should be really mindful of these days? Um, you know, one person asked me how they could make the fairies happy. Mm. And I said, you know, you know what the, all the fairies would like for you to do is to laugh. To be happy yourself. Now, we've, I think we learn in school, we, we learn to look for things that are wrong. And, and, and I, spent no a lot of my, I spent a lot of my life doing that, and I still have issues with that, but this work that I do helps me to cancel that. 
to, to refocus on what we really choose. I mean, if you tune into the news, which I don't, you're just fed with um, a lot of stuff that's lower vibration stuff. And that's, we've been, we've lived in that for all our lives. Those of us, unless you were born um, this, this last year, you, were, you lived in third dimension. So if we're in fifth, sixth, and seventh dimensions, People say, well, how can that be? Well, it's just the way it is. It's not having to do with that we lost time. We just lost those lower vibrations so that it's going to get easier and easier and easier. And the more of you that, that focus on what you choose and the good stuff in your life, that's what shifts us. That's what brings us forward into the higher dimensions. And the good news is if you're a person that's, I don't think you would be listening to this show if you're the type of person that didn't want to do any of that. But those, there are people that are just saying, ah, oh, fooey, I don't want to do anything like that. The good news is that Gia told me she's not going to leave anybody behind. We're all going to get there eventually. And there, by there, I mean a place where when we're, when we're talking about non-duality, which is the eighth dimension and above for Earth, we're talking about instant manifestation. And I've experienced this. My energy body, I stepped into that dimension and I manifested a piece of copper on my hand. I could mm. see it. I could feel it. And I thought, wow. So if you can man- manifest a diamond on your hand, what use is money going to be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you can manifest anything you want to eat, if you can manifest the, the home of your dreams, uh. if you have a perpetually regenerating youthful body, why would you want to die? Mm. Why you, there's no need to be sick. Tonas told me this um, second or third meeting that I that I had with him that he's 25 million years old. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, and he's the youngest. <laughs> he's the youngest in the Ashtar Command. So age is is irrelevant in the higher dimensions. Um, and people my age, most of them have their wills made out. They're ready to die. And I'm right. just, you know, I, and I, when I say, you know, you don't have to die. Well, of course, people think, well, gosh, I wouldn't want to live like this for the rest of my life. Because, <laughs> you know, people are, many people are just describing in bad health. I'm not talking about, you know, suffering for the rest of your life. I'm talking about, like I said, those things that I mentioned about um, unlimited manifesting, manifesting abilities. Yeah, and and of course, when that dimension, when we are in that dimension, you're gonna you're gonna be able to interact with the fairies, the dragons, the elves, the dwarfs, the flying horses, the mer people, all those creatures that maybe some of you secretly hope that they really do exist. And I'm here to tell you <laughs> that they do. You know what I love about this because you know here's here's every once in a while there'll be a light bulb that goes on in our lives. And I know for somebody like me, I love to read about, and I've been curious all my life, and I love to read about some of what we call ancient scriptures. And I'm not just talking about Christianity here, right? Mm-hmm. But we, I, I, for sake of not having another word, let's just call them these are scriptures. These are things people put on paper uh, in the form of messages or guidelines or information. And even so, we hear things like greater things than these you shall do. Right. Right. But we don't believe that. (laughs) Well, it's true. It's absolutely true. And um, in in, in my uh, book, first book, you'll learn why Earth is important. You'll learn why every planet in every universe is looking at us. 
you're going to meet the fairy I knew in childhood and a genie named Laponi. Yes, he's blue. And he's been, when I met him, he'd been busy creating a light display on Andromeda. And at the end of the first book, he's going to, he's creates a crystalline council building on the 10th dimension of our moon so that the, all those people, those millions of people that were with us at the solstice celebration can continue to assist Earth. Now that's book one. Book two, we've got the Joy Council's transmissions from Earth uh, to the moon, from the moon to the Earth. There's much more about dragons. There's a lot, a lot more about fairies. And there's a very important wedding at the end of that book. I'm not going to say if it's mine. I don't, I, I, you'll just have to read the book to find out. Mm. Book three, uh, people from other universes. <clears throat> of course, I didn't know that we had other universes, but there are, including ours, 47 universes. The other people decide they would like to form joint councils in their in their universe. Mm-hmm. And so you get a vision of that. You you find about a, a universe that's entirely feminine. You find out about a world that's entirely masculine. You find out about a world that has bird people. I mean, <laughs> I just can't stop asking questions because I'm so curious. Mm-hmm. And you also get at the very end of that a, a, a book, book three, uh, a vision of what happens in about 350 years. It's called a comative. Book four just came out. We I, we have to deal with a really, 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 really challenging individual. The term is usually said bad guy. <clears throat> and um, But, you know, with the council, I've got so many people helping. It's not just Joy Elaine doing this work. Mm-hmm. And I, I really hope that all of you consider joining me in it because it's the, it's the thrill of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, this is really why we're having this conversation, because, you know, on the show, I've been doing the show now going on 14 years Uh, on the show. You know, we've had people that have been ready to talk about, you know, the kinds of uh, ideas, the kinds of messages that are being brought forward. And, you know, part of that conversation is not just in listening to the messages being brought forward. It's now what is it that, you know, in hearing the message and seeing the message, I'm a visual, I see things. But then the question is, what is mine to do? And I know we're getting ready to go to break here. And uh, we're going to be coming back and experiencing an amazing uh, meditation. But before we do, what's... What's the message you want to leave us with with this segment? Well, if you've been focusing on what's wrong with the world, it's definitely time to stop. Yeah. And help, help me, help us, help the councils focus on creating and radiating more of what's always right, and that is love. The more you particip- participate in the transmissions described in my books, the faster and more graceful that's pro- we're going to progress to that, remember, age is great dimension. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm just excited. I'm excited to have you join me in this work. Um, yeah, you're going to meet some wonderful masters in this next segment: JFK, Kennedy, uh, Lincoln, Sananda, Buddha, lots of other people are going to be sitting at the table, and you're going to be right there with them. I love it. Let's take a short break, everyone. We will be right back. There are so many resources out there for meditation. But did you know that Atana's Heart Earth Healing Meditation is available for you for free? 
Yes, that's right. You can receive this free healing meditation today from Atana Badili. All you need to do is visit his website, atanamethod.com. That's A-T-A-A-N-A method.com and sign up. You will receive your free meditation instantly. That's atanamethod.com. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit GlennaRice.com. Are you tired of being bloated and nauseous? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know eating unhealthy foods eventually leads to an unhealthy digestive system? Did you know eating the most healthy, nutritious food doesn't necessarily result in a healthy body? The stomach must be healthy in order to properly digest, metabolize, and utilize even the best of nutrition. Without proper digestion from the stomach through the intestinal tract, the nutritious value is not absorbed and the improperly digested food can be more toxic to your body than helpful. You can be doing all the right things and getting all the wrong results. In fact, other organs may also be interfering with your stomach's ability to digest. Contact us today for your appointment at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. Or visit us at maryjanemack.com. Are you anxious, worried, or insecure? Hi, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub. I'm the author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution. Join me for my next Breakthrough video seminar, which starts on September 10th. This program has helped thousands of people worldwide to overcome their struggles with anxiety, and I'm certain it can also help you. If you're ready to be free again and have a stronger foundation of inner peace and confidence, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm so thrilled. I'm Dr. Pat. Joy Elaine joining me here today. And Joy, I know that we have got so much uh, information that we're going to share over the next months. But right now, you're getting ready to really take us all on a journey. Tell us about it. You're going to go to the Joy Council on the Moon. Uh, before I before I begin, I want you to know that if you're driving, you better pull over or listen later because you're going to have your eyes closed. And you can experience a longer version of this journey on my website, www.joyelaine.com. And actually, if you're listening to the recording of this journey after the show, you can pause it. I'm going to pause it uh, today for just a few seconds so you can add your thoughts to the transmission that we send out. So if you're ready... Take a deep breath and get somewhere comfortable and let's begin. Please close your eyes and imagine your favorite Archangel joining you. I like to use Archangel Michael 
but any angel or master of light you prefer would be delighted to accompany you. Take their hand. They're going to guide you two steps forward and one step to the left. And you're going to move through a beautiful arched doorway that leads into the Joy Council. We're in a room that's quite large. And now some of you perceive by feeling, others of you see or you hear, but however you experience this journey, just let it flow because you're with your guide and there are absolutely no way to, that you can make a mistake. Sitting around the table in front of us are over 100 great masters of this world, including individuals like Sananda, Metatron, Taut, Abraham Lincoln, and John Kennedy. There's a huge transmission about unconditional love sponsored by Mother Mary, Kuan Yin, and eight or 10 archangels that's ready to go out right now. I'm gonna give you just a few seconds to think about what you'd like to contribute but your heart and your soul really already know what you would like to add to this incredible transmission. Feel your heart opening slowly like a rose. And as it does, your offering moves in an incredible flow towards Mother Mary, Kuan Yin, and the angels so they can add it to the package of unconditional love that we will send to earth today. Just let it flow. Now, there's a large, beautiful pine cone shaped crystal, we call it the joy arrow, in the center of this huge table. And by the way, the table's round for a reason. If you let your eyes travel to the left, you might actually see King Arthur, Guinevere, and some of the other knights of the round table that are part of the council. They, as well as the other masters sitting at the table are here to support you, Mother Mary and Kuan Yin in this unconditional love transmission. Remember that in book two, that's where we actually are doing the transmissions from this building. Now in front of my seat at the table is a long sword called the Joyous Sword that was inspired by Arthur's sword Excalibur. In council sessions, we use it to direct the focus of our transmissions. First, sending the stream of transformational work to the joy arrow crystal in the center of our table, and then upwards to the bigger replica of the arrow that's on top of the center of this massive building that we're in now. I'm going to step aside so that you can touch the sword to activate the transmission. As you touch it, Feel your energy sending a pulse of light to the unconditional love transmission that's been placed within the Joy Arrow transmission device in the center of our table. Now feel the transmission moving upward to that much larger Joy Arrow on the exterior of our building. The transmission of your unconditional love is sending, so take a few seconds to feel all the points of the fractals on that crystal sending beams of light towards the earth. Although we're on the 10th dimension, the arrow is transmitting laser beams of love and light to the 5th, 6th, and 7th dimensions of Earth. These are colored streams of light that are flowing to Earth with Mother Mary, Kuan Yin, and the angel's message of hope that are joined by your unconditional love gift as well. Now watch as those threads of light become as if golden raindrops raining down on Earth to find all the areas, people, and of course you're one of those people, 
and animals that will benefit from unconditional love. Hold the space for those that are praying, for those that are holding hope or are hopeless. Let's imagine that the hearts of all those who are in alignment with receiving this gift are opening up to receive. As the raindrops of golden light are flowing to them, we can feel the love transmission being unconditionally and non-manipulatively offered to their subconscious and the energy of it bathing their auric field. I want to thank you for participating today. We're going to do more of this kind of work in future shows. You can nod your head now and say thank you or namaste to all those here who are part of the Joy Council. Feel your hand in the hand of your angel again. Step back through that doorway into your own countenance and open your eyes. I hope you feel some of that yummy love because I know that it rained on you too. In closing, I'd like to say that each and every one of you, you're listening to this show for a reason. It may be because you want to know more about what you can do to help the world. It might be because you have an issue in your life that's ready to be resolved. It might be to spark some element of your sacred path and purpose for this life. But whatever your reasons are, I want you to know that every one of these shows is dedicated to guiding each of you onto the paths that will assist you to be of greater assistance to Earth and also, very importantly, to yourself. You owe it to yourself to become the person you are destined to be and to create for yourself the life that you dreamed of. And if you would like to continue helping to affect change for planet Earth and beyond, I look forward to connecting with you again on this show or through my books. Joy, thank you so much. What a great, great journey. Um, before we, we have a minute or so left, please let folks know again your website, also how they can get copies of your book right from the website. And thank you for today. Thank you, Pat. Um, my website, www.joy, that's J-O-Y, Elaine, that's E-L-A-I-N-E. You can buy all of my books. The first four are available. Book five will be about dragons, will be out later this month. Six will be out in uh, October, and I'm not sure when seven or eight will be out, but pretty soon. Uh, you can buy them on website. You can buy them on my website, or you can buy them on Amazon. They are also available as Kindle uh, downloads. Awesome. I've had a a great time today, Pat. Thank you for so much for having me. Oh, we're just warming up. We're going to really get going (laughs) here. Thank you so much. And by the way, I just want to say to folks out there that are listening to the show, uh, I've read these books. And I'm telling you, uh, it is fascinating because you pick them up. And it's not just you're not just reading, reading, reading words. You are engaged in a dialogue which gives you a vision of exactly what this life force, what the messages are. And so please go ahead and check them out. Uh, And they're hard to put down. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Kindle also works. Thank you so much, Joy. Hey, everybody, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back.
The preceding audio was via a Skype call.